Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The subject is lessons, blessings, and testings. As you matriculate through the university of life, you will constantly face these three. And you will find that it will make your way much easier if you can identify and understand what your lessons are and when you're getting a lesson. And also if you know how to handle your blessings. And it will certainly help to know when you are receiving a test and what to do about that test. Now much of this series material is based upon the experience of Jesus in the wilderness being tested by the devil. And in due course, we are going to have that text read to us. But at the moment, I would like to give you three words which are going to be somewhat of a mantra for this course. And these three words are commitment, Discipline and practice. Commitment, discipline, and practice. Let's say those three words together. Commitment, discipline, and practice. In just a moment, I'm going to elaborate on those words and give you my definitions. Just before I give you these definitions, I want to give you a motto text for this series. It's from the book of Hebrews. Repeat it after me. We should give the most earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. And I want to go over that again. We should give the most earnest heed to the things which we have already heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Now, this text tells us one reason why I insisted that everybody who took this course get a copy of the teaching series that I did titled God's Private Telephone Number which is an esoteric commentary upon the Lord's Prayer. Because I do not want you to think that this teaching is just something that you hear and then you forget it and lay it aside. And one of the best inventions since sliced bread is the invention of all of this wonderful audio material. Why is that so important? Because again, the Bible tells us that faith comes a certain way. And a lot of religious people, and particularly Christian people, have been somewhat mixed up about 
how faith comes. You know, I've had people say, pray for me to get more faith. That is not the way faith comes. Oh, I'm fasting this week for God to give me more faith. That isn't the way it happens. The book says, and quote it with me, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And this is why everybody should listen to good instructions every day. I do this. I listen to usually an average of about three hours a day, and I usually do it at the very beginning of my day. And the reason I teach you is, as Jesus said, so that where I am, there you can be also. And I thank the Father that I'm now in positions that I no longer have to work for money. That's over. Money is working for me. And I think it should be the destiny of every person on this earth to get to certain points and phases in your life. This is why we have to get our lessons along the way. Because, you know, you're not to stay in kindergarten all the time. All right, let's get back to these three words. Commitment, discipline, and practice. Say that. Commitment, discipline, and practice. And I'm talking about them already. Let's start with commitment. Commitment is the state of being given up to an idea, person, or thing. And I'm going to have you repeat it after me. Commitment is the state of being given up to an idea, person, or thing. After state in the definition, I have in parenthesis and in quotes the word ship. Say ship. Ship, ship. If you read the Gospels, you'll find several times it says that Jesus entered into a ship and passed over to the other side. A ship indicates a state of mind. Jesus entered into a state of mind, and that took him over to the manifestation of the good that he desired. In other words, he committed himself to a state of mind. This is still commitment. If you want to be, to do, or to have something, you must... Give yourself up to that idea. If you seem to have not accomplished something that you really want to accomplish, go back and work with your commitment. Let me hear you say commitment. Commitment. When Jesus, the mastermind, entered into the ship, he gave himself up to the state of being in that ship. First of all, he had to make a choice. He decided where he wanted to go and selected a ship that was going in that direction. You see what you have to do in life? Decide where you want to go. That's the first thing that so many people get bogged down on. They never make the decision. I'll set the goal. Same thing. And then when you make your decision, when you set your goal, what do you have to do? Commit yourself. You have to give yourself up to that. Several years ago, when I took a seven-day tour on the QE2, I ascertained that, first of all, that the ship was going where I wanted to go. Some people don't know where they're going. You have no business on a ship not knowing where it's going. Jesus knew where he wanted to go. He said to the disciples, 
let us pass over to the other side. And then he committed himself to that state of mind. The state of mind is the ship that takes you over to the other side. It's said that the ship brought Jesus into his own city. In this case, it meant it brought him into the manifestation of the good that he desired. That is your own city, where you would like to be, the good that you would like to express. But you must make a commitment. Now, here's the beautiful thing about commitment. Whatever you give yourself up to gives itself to you according to its nature. Wow. I'm going to have you repeat it after me in the first person. Whatever I give myself up to gives itself to me according to its nature. You see, you're knowing what to do now to get where you want to go. Get on the ship. Get in the ship. Get in the state of mind. Give yourself up to it. Once I ascertained that the QE2 was going where I wanted to go, all I had to do was get on. I didn't have to worry about how. Regardless of how the waters changed, I didn't have to worry about how. All I had to do was to be sure what? That I was in the ship. All you have to be certain of to get where you want to go in life is to be sure that you're in the state of mind, that you are committed. See, and once you get in the ship, once you get in that state of mind, you are committed. You can't have one foot in the ship and one on the shore. See, some people are like that and they want to know, well, why don't I get my prayers answered? If you have one foot in the ship and one foot on the shore, when the ship moves, something's going to happen. You're going to fall one way or the other, or maybe both ways. It is the energy of the mind, self-consciousness, that is given up in commitment. In this particular class, I demanded a greater degree of commitment than I had ever commanded before. See, I did it for a reason. You had to pay your money and pay it all first. So you had to decide whether or not you wanted my stuff. You had to decide whether or not you wanted good health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, infinite money, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and divine intelligence. And so I demanded that you commit yourself totally first. Because in a few moments I want to tell you something about uncommitted people. It is hell trying to deal with uncommitted people. In the church, on the job, anywhere, in anything. If you don't think that it is hell trying to help uncommitted people, ask Moses. After 40 years in the wilderness and getting right to the brink of the promised land, he missed it. Didn't get to go into the promised land because a bunch of uncommitted people aggravated the living daylights out of him. There he was trying to bring them out of the slime pits of Egypt. And before they hardly got out of Pharaoh's brickyard, some of them were murmuring and complaining. Oh, Moses, we want to go back. And every time he'd go up on the mountain to pray, and he came down with the commandments and saw them worshiping idol gods. They weren't committed. They weren't even committed to their own freedom. Now, that's another thing I want to point out to you about commitment. Your commitment, frankly... First and last, your commitment is to yourself. Ultimately, this commitment is to who? Yourself. Now, I want you to understand that. What 
is it that I commit myself to? Myself. It is the energy of the mind, self-consciousness, that is given up in commitment. I want you to understand that. And a quotation from Reverend Ike, Consciousness is the only thing that is anything, becomes anything, does anything, or has anything. Now, when I say consciousness, again, that's synonymous with the energy of the mind. In physics, they teach us that everything is energy in form. In metaphysics, we understand that energy is consciousness and that consciousness is the only thing that is anything, becomes anything, does anything, or has anything. Consciousness is the ship that you get into that takes you over to the manifestation of the good that you desire. Now, I want you to notice that there's another word that keeps coming up with commitment, and it's the word giving, being given. Commitment is the state of being given up. You see, because giving is the guarantor of receiving. Say that. Giving is the guarantor of receiving. Whatever you give yourself up to gives itself to you according to its nature. Now, it's good to learn how to, how to work with this. Giving is the guarantor. What is a guarantor? That which guarantees. Giving is the guarantor of receiving. This is why Jesus said, it is better to give than to receive. Because giving is the cause, the producer, the God of receiving. You give your commitment, and whatever you give your commitment to gives itself to you. Wow. You want to be something, you want to do something, you want to have something, give up, commit all of the energy of your mind to that idea. The beautiful Christian hymn says it this way in a question. Is your all on the altar? Of sacrifice laid, your heart does the spirit control. I was born in a situation of poverty, yet when I looked around and discovered that that was the case, I committed myself to get out. Now, some of you may not be as honest about this as I am, but I'm absolutely honest. You see, that's another thing, you know. To make a commitment, you've got to be, and to get somewhere, you've got to be honest with yourself. You've got to admit to yourself what you want. You know what I wanted with a burning desire? When I found that I was poor, I wanted to be rich. I did. And I always thought that I should be. I never accepted what I didn't want, even when apparently I didn't have it, and I committed myself to that idea. It's just like the little lady with the issue of blood. There's a good example of commitment. She said within herself, If I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And I'm going to do whatever I need to do to touch the hem of his garment. And even before that, the Bible said that she had spent all that she had with various physicians. In other words, she gave everything that she had to the idea, I shall be made whole. Let's hear that. I, I shall be made whole. Nothing halfway about that. Let's say it again. I shall be made whole. You see, even before she met Jesus, she had that commitment. 
She was doing everything for those 12 years. She was doing everything she knew how to do. She was putting all of her energy. That's the money. Again, let me tell you over and over and over and over again. Money is the energy of the mind. Let's hear it. Now, the millions of dollars are simply a form of the energy of the mind. Everything is a form of the energy of the mind. In metaphysics, in physics, everything is energy in form. So she'd been giving her money. She gave everything until she had no more. And then she met Jesus. Now, this tells us something, that if you give your total and entire and undivided commitment to the good that you desire to be, to do, and to have, you will be led across a bridge of incident to bring you to the good that you desire. You will meet Jesus. And when you meet Jesus, God in us, then you'll say, Ah, this is who and what I've been looking for. Let me tell you something which I believe. If that woman had not been doing everything that she could do, if she had not been totally committed to being made whole all of that time before she met the Master Jesus, I don't think she would. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. everyone. Peace. Welcome to the Divine Connection Show, where we want to divinely connect with you. We are your hosts, Jessica and Tasia. Let me do a sound check real quick. All right. Good. Um, hope everyone's having a nice and peaceful week. Productive. How's your week? How's your day, Tasia? Oh, fine. Yeah, this week went by fast for me. These weeks are going by fast. My day wasn't bad at all. Just um, regular day. Um, well, I'm definitely not, like, running out, uh, operating in my overflow, so I'm going to have to replenish soon um, because I was up all night when I got two hours of sleep, and I don't know why. But I was uh, a little productive while I was up all night. <laughs> you know, reading about some things. And... Yeah, so surprisingly, I'm not, like, wore out. Like, yeah. I've, been, I've been going, 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 like, laundry, cleaning, and, yeah, yeah I don't know where it came from. I can't I tell. I the energy. I can't tell you're tired. Yeah, but I'm lying. Like, now I'm sitting still. I'm lying down a little bit. But, yeah, I'll get some of this tonight. Um, but other than that, you know, it's not a bad week. And, um, but I do want to update people that have been following us for a while or listening to our show. Um, I'm going all the way back to before we even did the show when I did the third-party death mm-hmm. um, process with um, Navient, um, my credit score went all the way down to like six something, like low six, and it went from like, it was like, like 750 or higher. I can't remember where it started at, but I was doing that process, my credit did take a hit, 
but it was temporary. But now my credit score is 745 for those that care about credit. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I've already learned that technically doesn't matter. But I just wanted people to, you know, I wanted people to know that, you know, you can't come out of these things. If you just stick the course. And I really don't know what's going on with that because they stopped sending me letters. Um, I guess they quit with me going back and forth. I don't really know. But um, it's not on my credit. All that's been closed. So for you guys that are questioning or, um, or need to battle these uh, third-party debt collectors, go to our website and purchase the third-party debt um, template at jpnews.com, jpnews.com. And also, we're pushing hard for the um, experimental vaccines, and if you're not comfortable with that, um, a lot of people, you know, to eat their own, a lot of people want to take it. If you're not ready to do that or don't ever want to, um, we have a vaccine exemption template, religious exemption template on our website as well. So check that out, and as well as other things on there. But I just wanted to put that out there um, to remind people to check that stuff out. It's effective. I've used both of these things, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, um, yeah. And I basically I received remedies from uh, these situations. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, recapping off of what we've talked about for these past few weeks, for those that have been following us, we've been going up the chakra ladder, and now we are finally on the throat chakra. The fifth chakra. The fifth chakra. And, um... Um, many ways. The, the first thing to activate that chakra is to use your voice. <laughs> That's yeah. activating your throat chakra. Talking, and I don't mean like, oh, let's just talk to talk. No, talk with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Speak when you're supposed to speak. Speak when you have that function. Yeah. You know. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you. <laughs> So I know some instances where I felt like, oh, I should have said something like, just feel that I tightness mm-hmm. in your chest, and you're like, oh, I got to get this out, like, tight. Oh. See, mine didn't feel like that. Mine always felt like a bubbling up. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I was going to explode. Okay. And it would always be, like, on point. Like, it was like a breakthrough or, like, an anointing. It was, like, a profound thing. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I just call it like a bubbling up. Like, I know, I get like feel really hot like Okay. <laughs> that's how I that's how I react. Mm-hmm. I get really hot and I'm like, okay, I gotta say this and Some, <sighs> sometimes I get anxiety. It depends on it. it's like a like a I don't wanna say like a presence, but like a strong energy that comes mm-hmm. upon me when I'm supposed to speak out and I mean it's it's when it's uncomfortable. Mhm. So, yeah. I kind of get that too. It's like a hovering over me. Like it's like you better, it's like a weird, like you better save it. You know, it's almost like, 
it's that pressing. And that doesn't happen often. So I'm not going to be like, oh, this happens all the time. No, that's like when you know you're supposed to say something. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of those, you save a life, mm-hmm. you know, or not. Like, it's, it's, it's the power is in your hands right now, in your throat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we kind of talked about that, um, how important it is to speak your um, your life, speak your affirmations, speak all that positive, all those positive things into your life. Um, like when we were talking about journaling and writing things mm-hmm. down, how things come to pass, and I was like, I had like this epiphany or aha moment, like, whoa, what happened to that practice? What happened to me doing that? Mm-hmm. And it was very effective. And like, if I can do that just with a pen and paper, you know, and if what we say is just as powerful, like we need to always, we need to continuously speak. But for some reason, we don't do it. You know, some reason we do not speak enough. Not everybody's this way, but I know for me, I'm like, just waste it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're always thinking it, but we never speak it out, you know, speak, speak it forth. Mm-hmm. We don't ever create the contract with the universe to call in the elements for our lives to change. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's the power of your tongue, your voice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I'll let Tasia. Oh, when we're talking about the block chakras and the way to unblock that chakra, we were talking about yoga poses. So the yoga pose for the throat chakra is called, like, a plow. And it's when you're laying down, laying flat on your back, and you raise your feet all the way up, you grab your your hands underneath your waist towards your buttocks, and then you bring your feet all the way back towards your head, the top of your head, while you're laying down. And you just kind of like, like your toes should hit, touch the floor, mm-hmm. and you kind of like rock. And they, that is opposed to opening up that throat chakra, which I thought like just basic like, Neck roll, you know, like you know how you're warm, doing warm up before a dance or mm-hmm. exercise or some type of stretch. I think that also that helps with the throat chakra because it's targeting it. So I just, that's just me. I just feel like you know, you can do something like that. Yeah, neck Cause exercise. It stretch, yeah, it stretches that muscle and it also exercises it to mm-hmm. your neck region. So I can, yeah, I yeah. Can see that. So the flowers the plow. That um it it works in different muscles, including your rotator cuff, your hamstrings, your trapezes. Um, but it also stimulates the thyroid gland and increase circulation and reduces stress. So it's therapeutic. It also helps relieve like fat aches and headaches and insomnia. So mm-hmm. Probably should have did that last time. Yeah, it could have helped. Yeah, so interesting because I would have never known or thought that that, that would have, be one to yeah. fit out. Mm-hmm. It would, I don't know, might have been, could have been sacral or solar plexus. Yeah. Could have been any of those. Yeah. 
but they said, but the fact that your body is basically rolled over top of your head, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, it's pushing all the gravity, like everything, pushing it up. It's going towards your neck, yeah, your neck. rushing towards your head. That flow, like an blood. inversion. Mm-hmm. So it helps stimulate and your thyroid. I mean, your thyroid is very important. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, yeah, so um, with that, um, the throat chakra, um, the location of that, like says on the throat, the throat, the jaw, the neck, the mouth, thyroid, you missing thyroid, the ears, mm-hmm. um, and the, um, yeah, the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's all in that region, all in that, and um, the entry point of the um, energy is actually in the back of your neck, so it starts from the back of your neck through your throat. Ooh. And the entry point. Okay. Yeah. And also, it's the um, beginning of the spiritual plane of the chakras, because you know the more physical part is down below. So everything, the heart, um, everything. That's where it begins all the way down to the root chakra. That's your physical plane. And then as you ascend up, starting in the spiritual, because then we're going to go to the third eye and the crown chakra. Okay. That's the way to think about it, where to look at it. So it's the start of the spiritual plane. The spiritual plane. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, you already did a good um, job with explaining pretty much what it is to have a healthy, balanced throat chakra. As you don't have problems with communicating, communicate. You can communicate easily, um, freely, and you can express yourself uh, creatively and speak truth. Or you can say, in general, okay. this is, yeah, because you, you talked about, okay, I'm just reiterating, yeah, yeah, what you talked about, um, and also, it's external communication and internal communication within, so, communicating with yourself, your God self, mm-hmm. your inner, inner self, um, having a healthy, um, balance with that and being an active listener. Also, creativity comes along with it, too. So this is a part of having a healthy balance of the throat chakra. Those are qualities that a balanced chakra has. And um, we heard creativity before, right? And being, every chakra. <laughs> yeah, but the main one was the um, sacral chakra, mm-hmm. the orange one, yeah, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they actually work together. Like, they all work together to flow, but this is where creativity comes up again. Okay. Now, this chakra, the color for this one is blue. It's like a light blue. They say, like, aqua. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different variations of what they explain colors to be and what they explain um, other um, 
qualities and different aspects of the chakra. So, um, but it's the blue one, and the frequency of this one is um, 741 hertz. Mm-hmm. The vibrational frequency. The vibrational frequency. And the tone to do the sound. Sound bowl, yeah. Um, an instrument, what, whatever. Um, music. Um, but that's the frequency, the common frequency. Like I said, it could change from whatever documentation you you read. And uh, now we can talk about a closed chakra, a throat chakra. And what that looks like is you struggle with communication. Um, you have a hard time expressing yourself. You're really shy. Um, you may isolate yourself a lot, not very social person, um, which you can guess like if you're your mouth is pretty much shut and you don't really want to talk to nobody. Um, or in, in another case, you may feel like you might try to push yourself, but you're not getting your point across. You're not being heard. You don't feel like your um, what you have to offer may not be valuable because you don't feel like you're being heard. But is that part of you? Is that a feeling? Yeah, like a feeling. It's a feeling. You you may feel that way. I'm not saying it was an actual thing. It could be an actual thing, but I'm just saying that's yeah, that's, that's what, what you might feel. Like you, you you could yeah, that's something that you would think yourself. It's a feeling. You could still think you're communicating and you're giving your yeah, and you are and you're not or you are and you don't think you are. So. Or you may just realize, like, it's ineffective, your mm-hmm. communication skills. I mean, it happens. Right, right, right. And, um, you know, just go insert. Uh, you know, back in the day, when we first met, you didn't have, uh, you had a close workshop. Would you say? Uh, yeah, you would bring that up. And that was the first chakra you ever brought to my attention. Like, you need to get that throat chakra. I'm, sure yeah. I'm like, I'm I like, what? throat chakra. And I was just learning. I was just, I learned that. <laughs> but, yeah, but but before that, but you. I mean, you oh, growing up, I was always shy. shy. Yeah, yeah, I was shy when I was, only time I really talked was maybe on the basketball court. But and I, I think what you said, the, the characteristics of a close throat chakra almost sound like introverted, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's like unhealthy to be an introvert. Oh, no, 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 no. This is, like, with this, this is um, mm-hmm. excessive. Right. Like, right. But my point is from, the, from then to now has changed drastically. Like now you're doing a radio show. Yeah, it has. I'm going to say it has because I never would imagine that I would do and, that ever. And you speak up a lot more than when I first met you. So, hey, growth. growth. Yes. <laughs> still got more to work on. <laughs> every time we learn about these chakras or learn more, I'm always like, oh, I got to work on this. I got to work on that. Every I got to find the balance. Every week is like that, like, oh. Or sometimes, like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. But then it's like, you keep going on and listening, like, oh, I can do better. Mm-hmm. 
That's good. Um, and then to bring it to the next point, um, to have an overactive throat chakra. What's that? Um, it's you, not a good thing. Not right? a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know. um, is you use your voice in negative ways. It might be for mm-hmm. gossip, manipulation, lying, curses. Well, yeah, all that. Negativity. Mm. Um, uh, you interrupt people. You, in, you interrupt. You don't let people talk. You okay. overbearing, like type of like just. I'm gonna get. No, it's not. But you. Okay. I mean. That was a, care, a little character. Yeah. That just brought that to mind. Um. So yeah, you said interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like anything along the way, you too, too. You get a word out because as soon as you start talking, you know, they shut you up. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, so like any, any, anybody along those lines are, yeah, speaking um, out of turn, um, not knowing when to speak or when to be quiet. Um putting too much effort in just trying to be right all the time and mm-hmm. just all that just to let in <laughs> just, just the whole opposite end of the spectrum yeah so go back to the balance because I, now I know all the the highs and the lows can you read the balance chakra, yeah. uh, chakra again the, the characteristics the yeah quality. so um, you have no problem effectively communicating, um, creatively communicating, um, expressing yourself. You seek truth. Um, you're an active listener. Okay. Uh, and that that's interesting to say, active listening when you're dealing with your throat, you know. But you already said that your ears and your throat, ears, nose, and throat. I say no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. is all and then some physical symptoms of an imbalance it might be like a sore throat or um, hearing issues thyroid problems yeah, neck pain anything along those lines would be a physical symptom and moving on to the crystals. So we have the blue agate crystal. We have the aquamarine, the Amazonite, um, turquoise, uh, blue topaz, celestite. This might be my favorite chakra because of the color. The color. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, yeah. So, I just, uh, I do like blue a lot. I just, it was, yeah, I like green. I like blue. I like, in, do you guys remember last week, the great, like, the heart chakra is green, not red or pink. Yeah, it's, it's uh, green, and it, sometimes it's a, sometimes it is pink. Mm-hmm. You can use both, but the, 
main representation the main. is the green one. The green color. Yeah. No, but it all it all comes it's a line, so mm-hmm. you could uh but yeah, so those crispy I guess anything that has like a blue hue could probably do probably just look it up and see mm-hmm. those crystals. Rub them with your throat chakra. Mm-hmm. Meditate. Charge them and rub them with your Infusing your water. Yeah, well, that would be good. You're infusing because you have a water bottle. Yeah, and there's certain, um, you got to make sure that it stays certain crystals and stuff, so you don't put them directly in the water. Yeah, I meant like your gym, you have like a gym water. Yeah, bottle, yeah. It's at the bottom of the water bottle. You're not like literally choosing the rock. The water is not, I mean, the rock. No, crystals aren't in your actual water. But. Anyway, that was just maybe an extra, but go ahead. Yeah, and then next to the food. Now, you can guess. Guess what's the main one? Blueberries. Blueberries, yes. My favorite. Blueberries and blackberries. Wow. Mm-hmm. High antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thing and then... Um, which doesn't have a connection with color. It's not just colors, but um, any fruits that grow on trees. Really? Yeah. So I saw that multiple times. Yeah. Great. Or this one. Okay. Yeah. So, and then um, coconut water. Water and coconut water. Um <laughs> Which I'm not too, I'm not too crazy you know about coconut. Yeah, you know I am. But I'll I'll drink it. I'll, I'll drink coconut, coconut milk. milk. Love coconut flavor. Love coconut gel. Love coconut meat. I love coconut water. I like the real stuff. I don't like that part. You've been ser- serving your throat mm-hmm. chakra all this time. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And then um, there was a suggestion that I came across to um, foods to stay away from and dairy. Dairy is one of them. Dairy is one of them. It creates that mucus. I was going to say, that's the, okay, so, and then to get a little more anatomy, like your tonsils are so needed. I know people think that you don't need your tonsils to get your tonsils taken out, but if you got your tonsils, fully removed, you wouldn't be able to live. Because, like, the tonsil was bursting to filter out um, bad microorganisms, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, when I eat something that is, like, my body recognizes that, like, if I'm on a really good clean streak and I eat something off, like, I will start to develop mucus in my throat. And I noticed it. I think the first time I noticed it was when I had, like, a banana, GMO bananas. I, that's why I don't, you know, I don't eat regular bananas now. I eat, like, the raw ones. I got to go all the way to the mm-hmm. places to get them. But um, I'm like, this is just not right. As healthy as I want to make it and do all this fruits and vegetables, like, I have to listen to my body. Like, this is this is defeating the purpose. If I'm, like, trying to be healthy and then it's just, I'm putting this in and it's just forming all this mucus or like when I 
decided to have a cheat day and I ate some nachos. And I was just, um, as I was talking to my friend at fellowship thing, it was like, I just, my throat just started to, um, basically, I won't say like clog or anything like that, but it felt like it was clogging home. Yeah, it was just like I had to keep clearing my throat and I was like, oh, I could pinpoint what did that. What did so when you're kind of like really in tune with your body or if you're trying to like get it together, you don't got to look the healthiest, but once you start to do better for your body, your body is going to react because mm-hmm. it's already better. Like the moment you decide and you actually carry it, see it through, like you started, you had a healthy eating regimen for four days, seven days, you know, your body's already going to react. But the console part um, it's like six, and they, if you get your tonsils removed, they really will move to like the surface one. Mm-hmm. But you definitely um need the rest of it. Mhm. Well, the first thing. So I don't know. You talking about that? Yeah. Um, and I know it's like as far as not eating dairy. Um, when I used to sing, that was one of the things they yeah. like. Don't stop eating. Dairy, like you mean stop eating? Mm-hmm. Stop eating dairy. Stop eating dairy, yeah. Yeah, because it does you. Mm-hmm. Or if you're sick and you're in the hospital mm-hmm. for like pneumonia and things like that, like I know had a relative in the hospital like that, and they were still giving her milk and stuff, and yeah, clog, making it worse. And I had I to tell that. them to put her on a non-dairy diet, like a dairy-free diet. Um. So yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And then uh, moving on to uh, the essential oils that help with the chakra, uh, blue chamomile, frankincense, and peppermint. And I remember we said we mentioned peppermint last week. So blue chamomile, blue chamomile. I haven't either. Blue chamomile. That's just a few chamomile. of them. <laughs> uh, and what else? Frankincense and peppermint. Oh, I love okay. Yeah, some of these hit, you know, the same, you know, right. chocolate. Multiple. Yeah. Multiple. Multi. 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but multiple use is good because that's a good time to use. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so you go, yeah, and they're You can use. Use the essential oils, eat the foods, the crystals, so that all helps heal and balance um, some practices uh, that you should uh, do when you're working on your chakra. Uh, we already mentioned uh, meditation, mm-hmm. uh, yoga, you already gave them a pose, uh, journaling, you already did that, we already mentioned that. Um, breathing exercises, which was also beneficial for the heart heart chakra is also beneficial for the throat chakra. And this all yeah. along the line, the patches way to get um to clear out mm-hmm. the to take in. Um, vocal exercises. Yeah. Yeah. And then also uh vocal exercises is good a good practice. Um, mm-hmm. As well as singing, help you open that up. I'm doing some vocal exercises today, but only because I was tapping off of someone, and I was just hoping that maybe it'll give me that ability to 
everything that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it your muscles your muscles get stronger, you gotta keep on mm-hmm. exercising them. <laughs> I die. I could die. <laughs> but um and then um drinking tea. Herbal tea, any anything like drinking tea but mm-hmm. warm. Makes a lot of food. Before I before when I used to sing before I sung, warmed up those vocal cords and drank tea. Okay. So Well I can take it a step further. Um, you know, speak over your tea. Speak um good vibrations mm-hmm. to intentions. Over your over that water element right there, but and then you are going it, it activates, and then you know you ingest it, and you know it's been proven. There's been studies done that if you're speaking bad things over plants or over the water that you you uh, water them with, feed mm-hmm. them with, or whatever, um, those plants die. Or don't live right, don't yeah. live long. Yeah. And, so that the word, I mean, I'm, even for myself as we go through these lessons, it's just a reminder. Like your words are so powerful, and everything is energy. You're like when you touch right now when you activate your throat chakra. If you touch your throat right now as you're speaking, you feel the vibration. Your throat is vibrating right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. So I was just. Every object has a vibration. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if you want to take it a step further with this growth activation, mm-hmm. speak over your tea or your water, whatever, over your food, you know. Right. Um, because, I mean, God knows you're putting in the food, so at least you can speak over it, bless it, whatever you want to call it. And um, before you eat it, kick out any negative effects. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. That's the least and sometimes the most you can do. Mm-hmm. And it can be very powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then as you're saying, words have power. Um, affirmation. I can share some with you guys. Go ahead. And I'll say, repeat them if I can. If they're not too long. If they're not too long, you agree with them. If I agree. <laughs> I think all of these are okay. Um, I am able to calmly and effectively speak my truth. I am able to calmly and effectively I live an honest, authentic, whole heart-filled life. Authentic, whole heart, wholehearted life. My voice matters. My words are powerful. My words are powerful. I express myself clearly and openly. I express myself clearly and openly. I speak with calm, clarity, and confidence. Speak with calm, clarity, and confidence. I speak with courage, compassion, and love. Speak with courage, compassion, and love. I am a clear and effective communicator. I am a clear and effective communicator. I find creative ways 
to communicate my self-expression. I find creative ways to communicate my self-expression. When I speak, others listen. When I speak, others listen. Um, I add value to every conversation I participate in. I add value to every conversation I participate in. My insight is welcome, needed, and valuable. My insight is welcome, needed, and valuable. I am empowered to speak my truth. I am empowered to speak my truth. That's just a few of them. I could go on. To go on and on, but those are really good. <laughs> hey, I need to write those down and read them. Yeah. Yes. I think I like. Uh, I add value to every conversation I participate mm-hmm. in. Yeah. So that would conclude the practices and exercises. Yeah, so I hope um, you guys are getting something. Um, or I are feel reminded. You I feel start. the energy. Yeah, I feel yeah, it. I was going to say, I felt that when you were reading some of them. I was like, okay. I David. feel it. <laughs> yes. It does something to you. It's, hey, those are powerful. Um, My words are powerful. The subject is Lessons, Blessings, and Testings. As you matriculate through the University of Life, you will constantly face these three, and you will find that it will make your way much easier if you can identify and understand what your lessons are and when you're getting a lesson, and also if you know how to handle your blessings. And it will certainly help to know when you are receiving a test and what to do about that test. Now, much of this series material is based upon the experience of Jesus in the wilderness being tested by the devil. And in due course, we are going to have that text 
read to us. But at the moment, I would like to give you three words which are going to be somewhat of a mantra for this course. And these three words are commitment, discipline, and practice. Commitment, discipline, and practice. Let's say those three words together. Commitment, discipline, and practice. In just a moment, I'm going to elaborate on those words and give you my definitions. Just before I give you these definitions, I want to give you a motto text for this series. It's from the book of Hebrews. Repeat it after me. We should give the most earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Lest at any time we should let them slip. And I want to go over that again. We should give the most earnest heed to the things which we have already heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Now, this text tells us one reason why I insisted that everybody who took this course get a copy of the teaching series that I did titled God's Private Telephone Number, which is an esoteric commentary upon the Lord's Prayer. Because I do not want you to think that this teaching is just something that you hear and then you forget it and lay it aside. And one of the best inventions since sliced bread is the invention of all of this wonderful audio material. Why is that so important? Because again, the Bible tells us that faith comes a certain way. And a lot of religious people, and particularly Christian people, have been somewhat mixed up about how faith comes. You know, I've had people say, pray for me to get more faith. That is not the way faith comes. Oh, I'm fasting this week for God to give me more faith. That isn't the way it happens. The book says, and quote it with me, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And this is why everybody should listen to good instructions every day. I do this. I listen to usually an average of about three hours a day, and I usually do it at the very beginning of my day. And the reason I teach you is, as Jesus said, so that where I am, there you can be also. And I thank the Father that I'm now in positions that I no longer have to work for money. That's over. Money is working for me. And I think it should be the destiny of every person on this earth to get to certain points and phases in your life. This is why we have to get our lessons along the way. Because, you know, you're not to stay in kindergarten all the time. All right, let's get back to these three words. Commitment, discipline, and practice. Say that. Commitment, discipline, and practice. And I'm talking about them already. Let's start with commitment. Commitment is the state of being given up to an idea, person, or thing. And I'm going to have you repeat it after me. Commitment is is the state 
of being given up to an idea, person, or thing. At the state in the definition, I have in parenthesis and in quotes the word ship. Say ship. If you read the Gospels, you'll find several times it says that Jesus entered into a ship and passed over to the other side. A ship indicates a state of mind. Jesus entered into a state of mind and that took him over to the manifestation of the good that he desired. In other words, he committed himself to a state of mind. This is still commitment. If you want to be, to do, or to have something, you must give yourself up to that idea. If you seem to have not accomplished something that you really want to accomplish, go back and work with your commitment. Let me hear you say commitment. commitment. When Jesus, the mastermind, entered into the ship, he gave himself up to the state of being in that ship. First of all, he had to make a choice. He decided where he wanted to go and selected a ship that was going in that direction. You see what you have to do in life? Decide where you want to go. That's the first thing that so many people get bogged down on. They never make the decision. I'll set the goal. Same thing. And then when you make your decision, when you set your goal, what do you have to do? Commit yourself. You have to give yourself up to that. Several years ago when I took a seven-day tour on the QE2, I ascertained that, first of all, that the ship was going where I wanted to go. Some people don't know where they're going. You have no business on a ship not knowing where it's going. Jesus knew where he wanted to go. He said to the disciples, let us pass over to the other side. And then he committed himself to that state of mind. The state of mind is the ship that takes you over to the other side. It's said that the ship brought Jesus into his own city. In this case, it meant it brought him into the manifestation of the good that he desired. That is your own city where you would like to be the good that you would like to express. But you must make a commitment. Now here's the beautiful thing about commitment. Whatever you give yourself up to gives itself to you according to its nature. Wow. I'm going to have you repeat it after me in the first person. Whatever I give myself up to Gives itself to me, according to its nature. You see, you're knowing what to do now to get where you want to go. Get on the ship. Get in the ship. Get in the state of mind. Give yourself up to it. Once I ascertained that the QE2 was going where I wanted to go, all I had to do was get on. I didn't have to worry about how, regardless of how the waters changed. I didn't have to worry about how. All I had to do was to be sure what? That I was in the ship. 
All you have to be certain of to get where you want to go in life is to be sure that you're in the state of mind, that you are committed. See, and once you get in the ship, once you get in that state of mind, you are committed. You can't have one foot in the ship and one on the shore. See, some people are like that and they want to know, well, why don't I get my prayers answered? If you have one foot in the ship and one foot on the shore, when the ship moves, something's going to happen. You're going to fall one way or the other, or maybe both ways. It is the energy of the mind, self-consciousness, that is given up in commitment. In this particular class, I demanded a greater degree of commitment than I had ever commanded before. See, I did it for a reason. You had to pay your money and pay it all first. So you had to decide whether or not you wanted my stuff. You had to decide whether or not you wanted good health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, infinite money, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and divine intelligence. And so I demanded... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.